The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Street and now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Nick Harris, John Mashoda, and Kyle Yeomans. It's a Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, live from the Star in Frisco, Texas, in the SWBC studios. And since it's our final show of the week, it's a say it with your chest Wednesday here on Talking Cowboys. Glad you're with us. We've got Isaiah Stan back, John Machota, Nick Harris. We've got Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Doing fantastic. It's a beautiful morning, Kyle Yeomans. It is a beautiful morning. It's a little bit chilly. What? Yeah, it's chilly. I'm wearing shorts, Kyle. What okay, is Seattle? What it freaking go? Are you just trying to make a point, you or are you just star. you just trying to show off a little? You know bit? what? Actually, it is. I agree. It is chilly. I, I will not chilly. cross the line and say that it is cold. But it is chilly, mainly chilly. because of the breeze. Mm-hmm. The temperature is not bad. The breeze will cut through whatever you have on. Well, it's 38 <laughs> degrees. so Yeah, anything under bad. 50, I'm good. That's not bad. I will say it's not 58 degrees or 38 oh, oh, we're degrees about in here. Oh, my God. Let's freaking go. Let's go ahead and put that up there real quick. That's amazing. Beamer, if you could take my solo shot here. There you go. Let's get that mic out here. Got that done today. Let's go. Got that in last night. Let's go. That's incredible. Can I sign it? Oh, my God. Hell yeah, you can sign it. Let's go. I'm going to say bad words. Let's go. (laughs) I need that. November seventeenth. That's incredible. I need that. I had to commemorate my favorite moment of talking Cowboys (laughs) history. For those of you listening on the podcast side of things, I have a black T-shirt on, and it's a screen grab from the whipped cream moment (laughs) on the hot sauce segment Friday show. I'm definitely putting this on my. That's great stuff. That's phenomenal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that guy right there. That guy. That guy right there. <laughs> Not that guy, but that guy. How about that? That's awesome. That is amazing. I told well, Isaiah earlier in the week, I was like, if I walk in with a puffy jacket, just know something's coming. <laughs> and uh, I, I think you forgot. It's, um, it's been a crazy week. It has but, been a wild week. I love that shirt. That shirt is class. That is amazing. That like goes that? in the Hall of Fame of t-shirts. Did you get it done like at the mall? No, uh, it was like online. He was online. He's a guy. He's a guy. He's a guy. I had to rush order it, though, because I wanted to get here before Thanksgiving. It's not quite the Hunter Lipke shirt, but it's close. Yeah, you know. I mean, that. Yeah, yeah, let's go on. He's going to expel upon us. That is incredible. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. I mean, that is incredible. With that being said, let's get into some news and notes. Yeah, I don't know if I can trump that, but. Practice report yesterday, once again, since it's a short week, uh, things are moving pretty quick. Um, so yesterday was treated like a um, yesterday was treated like a Friday, like a Thursday in the building. My bad. Mm. There's so much going on. Yesterday was treated like a Thursday in the building. Today will be treated more like a Saturday uh, as far as practice schedule goes. Uh, so the practice report coming out of yesterday's practice, um, Rico Dowdle still did not practice with his ankle injury. This is just me theorizing. I'm not super confident in him playing tomorrow Hmm. Uh, Michael Gallup uh, he missed uh, yesterday's practice with a personal issue Um, don't really know what's going on there but uh, wishing all the best for him Um, CD Lamb was a full participant with his ankle injury yesterday and we were able to even talk to him yesterday and 
kind of asked like how's that ankle he said i'm straight i'll be good to go so uh he'll he'll be playing tomorrow no doubt um let's see osage zua remained a full participant as well as peyton hendershot jaron curse uh, did not practice once again with a back issue uh still awaiting to hear h- how severe that one is were y'all able to talk to jaron in the in the locker room by chance no yeah no. I, I didn't i didn't uh, didn't guess so yesterday um, was a lot of things jammed into one day so yeah it was like one after another tony pollard uh, Dak, CD, Micah, you yeah. Know, so yeah. yeah, it was mainly hallway stuff yesterday. Uh, Terrence Steele, he was upgraded to full uh, with his ankle injury, um, so looking good there. And then Cavante Turpin remains full with his shoulder injury. And then Tyron uh, Tyron Smith had his uh, rest day yesterday. So uh, that's the uh, that's the injury report going into tomorrow. The the team will hold a walkthrough today. Um, it's a it's a little bit more of it's a little bit more than a walkthrough and a little bit less uh, than a practice. So mm-hmm. uh, it's typically what they do on Saturdays and we'll have game designations coming out of today's practice, which should be around 3 o'clock. Yeah, so a lot of just speculation at this point, nothing official, but would you say you're concerned about Rico Dowdle? What about J. Ron Curse? Where do you feel gut-wise on him? Yeah, that, that's a, that's another one for sure. Um, but the thing is, if J. Ron Curse can't go, I think that's going to open up some opportunities for guys like Wanye Thomas or um, uh, even Izzy Mukwamu to get in there. And, Izzy? And even just to have some sort of uh, some sort of presence. But I think it's more so Wanye. Like that's that's the guy I'd want to see if J. Ron yeah. can't go tomorrow. That makes sense. And then if Rico can't go, you go and Deuce Vaughn under Lipke? Who's yeah. Getting, who's getting that's, these extra that's, carries? That's, that's a great 40. point. That's a great point. I, I say just give Hunter Lipke about 15 carries and you know something healthy like that one of the most random things I saw in Charlotte was and and this guy had a great seat he was in the first row right behind like right on the 50 right behind the Panthers bench has a Hunter Lipke Cowboys jersey on no way but was wearing a cheese head wow it was just real random It must be like a family member because he's from Wisconsin. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got to be like a family member or just just like a stubborn wild. family member that's like I'm still a fan of the cheese. <laughs> like I'm still I'm still a Packers fan. He's got the cheese head on, and then he's I got the, that. the jersey. I respect that. Too. I respect that a lot. We need to get you. Uh, that's uh, that should be our Christmas present to you. Is just a Hunter Lipke jersey. Hey, you hey, can wear it every look, day. Look, I'd wear it. Every I'd day. appreciate the gift. <laughs> I know you would. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and jump right into this preview since we have a shortened week. We're down two shows. We're going to preview both sides of the ball today. We'll start with the defensive preview up against Washington. The Washington Commanders, of course, coming in fresh off of their loss to the New York Giants. I mean, this is a team that has not been consistent. They've been up and they've been down all year long. That's just kind of how it's been for them. But they do have the league leader in passing yards at the moment, and that's, that's Sam strange. Howell. Isn't that interesting? So strange. I mean, a lot of times they come from playing in a lot of games where you're down, you're and down. you're just throwing a lot. But yeah. And your offensive coordinator, just maybe a, a dude. Yeah. Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, is he just that much maybe. of a dude, though? He is he, He's a, a head dude. coach. Yeah. He's a future he's, head coach. He needs to be a head coach. Most likely the head coach next year, I would assume. Of Washington? Yes. Interesting. I wouldn't hate it. Would you, though? But new ownership, based off yeah. of they being able to see everything, what has been, what what needs to be, yeah, what the team needs. I think they're. I think the ownership group over there now is. Uh, I don't think they're in the business of playing games. Yeah. So. Well, based off of their four and seven record, they're going to have to change something down the line. But they've been scoring points for the most part. Yeah, the quarterback is the is a problem. Sam Howell. Yeah, twelve interceptions. I believe that is. Uh, I think he has twelve on a year, something like that. He does, yeah, 12. Yep. Um, yeah, he's not doing very well. And his interceptions are bad. They are <laughs> they are bad reads, man, and bad decisions. Just terrible decisions. I'm talking about, like, 
pull you in the first quarter type decisions because they, they must not have anybody else that they feel good about on this roster because the decisions that he is making is absolutely insane. Um, they, they are not. I know they have Jacoby Brissett. I was about to say that's their backup. That's their backup. But, like, they're going to draft a quarterback very high. Like, if they don't have a high pick at the end of this year, they will trade up and go get a quarterback because Eric Bieniemy is not going to go to waste in Washington. It's not going to happen. And right now, you see the offense. You see the potential. They're scoring points. They're getting yards. All that jazz. But there's the mistakes that keeps putting them in, in terrible situations, and it's because of their quarterback play. It is. They they would continue to add to their personnel groups. Okay, They have some pieces. Obviously, they have good running back. They have scary Terry at receiver. Those things are all in place. But they you can't fix a bad quarterback. Yeah. Man, man like a Jaden Daniels or a Michael Penix in Washington. I see Penix with, with Eric Bieniemy. That'd be fun. Washington to Washington. Yep. They would currently hold the seventh pick in the draft right now, by the way. That would put them in prime, like Jaden Daniels, yeah. uh, uh, Quinn Ewers, J.J. McCarthy territory, I think. But so that doesn't answer anything, to be honest. With yeah, you. me neither. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, those guys are great college quarterbacks, but. I don't know if I'm sitting here going, oh, no, they got Penix and Daniels. They fixed it all. Okay. No, they have, they have a lot of work to do, but you have to start there. There's something about this there. Heisman race that I find interesting. How it's like all these guys have been playing like 10 years in college, all yeah. on their second. I mean, there's just let's. Yeah, I'm, with, let's, you. I'm with you 100%. It's like great for Bo, college. I love Bo college football. It's my favorite Washington. thing. It's my favorite thing. But <laughs> you mean Oregon years. Sam Ellinger? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam Howell was good in college, too. So He, yeah. he was very good in college. I will say. Outside of that, they have name recognition. I mean, you've got Brian Robinson Jr. He's having a nice year, 558 yards. He's got five touchdowns. He's been decent, but they've been really running him significantly, four yards per carry, so it's not like he's really torching people. Then you've got Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel. Those four legitimate targets to throw the football to. you got to be able to throw it. Yeah. It, it really just comes down to, for, to him just making terrible decisions. So some of the things that we've seen from Dak in the past where now we're praising him for just tucking the ball sometimes, taking the sack, right, throwing the ball out of bounds, that's exactly where Sam Howell's at right now. Right? And Dak had, a, had his interception run last year. Sam Howell's smack dab in the middle of that. But the only thing is you know what Dak Prescott is capable of, and so you were able to – give him grace last year right as a fan as a fan you're able to give him grace because you're like ah oh, that's a terrible year for you you know bad decisions interceptions okay but we know that you're going to get better like, we know that what you're capable of sam howell not so much the case sam howell you're just in the thick of it just kind of just marinating in just just garbage and he's making these garbage decisions and he's throwing garbage passes and you don't have the hope you don't have the 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 evidence of times past to say, okay, he's this is just a rut that he's in and he's going to get out of this. Um, we'll be better going forward. Right now, you, they're hopeless out there, and Dallas has all the hope in the world going into this game because of Sam Howell. So who do you think that benefits on the defensive side? Is it is it the takeaway category? Yeah. Or is it the pressure? Like anybody in particular yes. that takes yes. the ball away that you can think of? Like, who takes the ball like away maybe, on this team? Like, maybe who would you, pick six. Who would you not want to throw the ball near? I'm trying to think who that Neville would be. Neville Gallimore with the interception. Oh, That's who you want? Oh, well, Neville Gallimore interception ran back for a touchdown. Could you imagine the celebration? Could you imagine if Mozzie did it? Oh, jeez. <laughs> on Thanksgiving? He just do a. Yeah, it would be a <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. exactly what he would do. Yeah. Uh, I think it benefits anybody with a star in their helmet on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the pressures are going to get there. Uh, Sam Howell's been under pressure literally every time he's breathed uh, post snap this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so that pass rush is going to get home. It's going to force turnovers on the back end. Um, I, I think this is the week that Gilmore gets a, gets a big pick. Um, hmm. I, 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 hmm. That's kind of what I've felt 
um, the last couple of weeks, but um, <laughs> that's what Durant Bland got last week instead. But <laughs> beef. <laughs> Would you like to make a bet? Oh. No. no, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, Don't look at me. With, with, I'm not the next one to make a bet on this show. <laughs> no, you're right. So I want to see John. You're, you're talking about decisions, yeah. and we're talking about how Hold they do have weapons. Here. Hold on. Yeah. What, what's the other side? I mean, of the bet. So oh, if he if doesn't get up, if he, if he wouldn't have gotten 100 yards. I say I would have had to do it. I would have had to do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I never heard anything about that. No, yeah. Yeah. There's really no point because it was. You're talking about Brady's going to have 100 yards. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he had it in the first half. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> I was very confident okay. that Brady Cooks was going to get over 100. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah, if he didn't hit that mark, Isaiah would do it. And yeah. then if it was right down the middle, if it was 100 and it was a push either yeah, yeah, way, yeah. all three of us were going to do it. I would have already crawled out of here. I would have did it. His palate is way more tolerable. Mine. <laughs> so was mine. I would have cried the whole way. All right, um, we wouldn't have the shirt. I wouldn't have the shirt. It's that is great. Quite the moment. The uh, but going back to the conversation of of the decision making and the pressure. Do you feel like the pressure that Sam Howell's under is a benefactor to some of those decisions? Maybe he just doesn't trust the offensive line and he trusts his weapons enough to try and go get the football. <sighs> I can see or do that. You think it's just straight back quarterbacking. Because it could be that too. I think it's a combination, right? It's a, it's a it's a combination of everything. But there's no way that he continually keeps making these decisions. Like he just literally is just chucking it in the air and and just kind of just wishing upon a star, almost <laughs> like take the ball, don't take me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like pretty much is what it looks like, and it's is unfathomable uh, as a starting quarterback in the NFL, but that's what they're in, and it, they're just weathering the storm. The bright side is he's got weapons. Uh, he's got Brian Tons. Robinson and Antonio Gibson out of the backfield. He's got Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson. I mean, these are all guys that we've yeah. looked at in the last two to three years um, and, and said, you know, he's had a good game or he's a guy that could be scary. And then in the tight end group, Logan Thomas has really stepped up this year and become a really good safety net option across the middle for him, and uh, he does a lot of things out of that tight end position. I think, honestly, that's going to be a really big challenge challenge for um uh, uh for Dallas especially if Jaron Curse can't go uh you look at Logan Thomas as a guy size, who could probably have yeah. a big day his size his athleticism but um it's not going to matter if the pressures get home like they did against Carolina and, and you saw it really crashing on Bryce Young there um it, it was after their touchdown drive whenever he just he couldn't get anything out of the pocket yeah. and it, things couldn't develop at all downfield I, I think you'll probably see that against the commanders but I think earlier in the game it's it's a much more difficult offensive line situation up front for them yeah, I look back to just last year's game. I thought it was interesting that Dak mentioned that right on, on the podium when he was asked about, uh, like, looking ahead. I mean, it's it's not going to be something that you have to really dig up here. They're, they're pretty aware of how the egg that they laid in that mm-hmm. Week 18 last time that they played Washington. And now I will say that's more because of the offense. And, and, and I know we're talking about the Cowboys' defense right now. I, yeah. But I'm just bringing that up because I, I just don't have any concerns about the Cowboys' defense being able to – handle business against this Washington offense. Yeah, it's one of those things where you can call it a trap game where you want, but there's no I don't think there's any trapping Dallas this week because of that eight week eighteen matchup. I mean they won twenty six to six. Yeah. Sam Howell threw for 169 yards, one touchdown, one interception. It's not like oh they just put on because he's had some games this up. year where he throws for over 300 yards and it keeps him in games and, yeah. and and things like that. But that wasn't why they beat the Cowboys last year, 26 to six. The Cowboys' offense was terrible. Yeah, that was a gosh, that was a rough game. I, I if we see anything close to that tomorrow, I would be beside myself shocked i don't think you're going to see anything close to that uh by the way the 971 says nick just keeps disrespecting bodacious bo nicks it's 
It's part of it. Yeah, Bo, yeah. Bo Nix. Yeah, Bo. At me. Yeah. <laughs> Isaiah is disrespecting How the heck him, too. Does Bo Nix have a, a freaking banner on a building in Dallas? I know, man. They do. Yeah, is it really? Make stuff. that make sense. Yeah, it's some yeah. strange stuff. Perhaps to, so he has a. He has, um, Perhaps the University of Oregon. They spend money, man. He, yeah, he's, he's got some. Uh, it's the same thing that. It's the same one that's in uh, it's, Times it's Square. It's the only reason why they're ranked that high. He's got some financial people mm. that live in Dallas. I'll say that. Mm. Um, but I was looking at a stat the other day. Bo Nix, uh, I think it was 68% of his passing yards are yards after the catch. Like, get him out of here, man. Get him out of here. Stop it. Stop it. His you dub. You dub. <laughs> you dub. <laughs> Top four, you dub now, baby. Oh, oh, but without that's, a mic. That's strike Top four. That's strike, strike four. four. Strike four. <laughs> Top four. Top four. Top four. You're off again. Am I back? You're back there. there. We go. Top four. <laughs> what number did you wear in, in college? I wore four. Okay. Just man, I wasn't sure. top four, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we're going to do some QB vision. We're going to take a look at the Washington defense. Quickest segment of the year. Really? That quick? <laughs> We've got to talk about something around this game. No, there's Goodness some guys. There's gracious. some guys on this defense. Yes, there are. There's there definitely are. When we come back with more Talking Cowboys right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot, Rowdy, cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at BankofAmerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices message and data rates may apply member fdic welcome back into dear doctor the show where i answer life's questions with an ice cold can of dr pepper sheila let's hear from my next caller would you dear doctor my friend supported me during a tough time but what's the right gift that says thanks for being a soldier to cry on okay this one's easy i say give her a delicious dr pepper nothing says thanks girl better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. This segment of the show is brought to you by Invisalign, the official smile 
of the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are 8-2 all-time against the Commanders on Thanksgiving Day. They faced Washington on Thanksgiving Day more than any other opponent on the holiday. This is their 11th all-time meeting on Thanksgiving. The Cowboys are 0-2 versus teams with winning records in 2023, 7-1 versus all others, and of course, the Washington Commanders are sitting at 4-7, and seven. so that bodes pretty well for what the Cowboys could do on Thursday. Nick Harris, John Machota, I'm Kyle Yeomans with Chris Beam in the back. Isaiah Stanback has us some. Wide 80, wide 80, cut up. It's time for QB Vision with Isaiah Stanback. Go for it. Well, Kyle, <clears throat> I hate to disappoint the people out there. Right. There's not a lot. The last few oh. weeks, there hasn't been much. Right, we kind of told you what to expect last week. And this Washington team didn't give up a whole lot of. Oh, they gave this up. This Washington lot of team is at the bottom of the league in defense. Felt like we said that the last few weeks, but that is. Exactly they only gave up thirty-seven against Buffalo, thirty-four against Philly, forty against Chicago, forty against Chicago. Yeah, forty twenty. That's right. Thirty-eight against Philadelphia, but that was a close game. It was thirty-eight thirty-one. Yeah, good talk. Um, yeah, so these guys are giving up a lot of points. Um, they're not a good defense. However, let's address the elephant in the room. There's actually two elephants in the room, two Alabama elephants in the room, actually, down there. Ooh, I see uh, what you, you see what I did there. Um, big, big uh, Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. Those guys are still in the building. Everybody thinks, oh, okay, this D-line is not as dangerous as they once were, and they're not as dangerous as they once were because, obviously, they traded away um, their, 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 their defensive ends and Montez Sweat. And Chase Young. Uh, Chase Young. So got rid of both of those guys. So if you were going to run the ball against this defense, John, where would you run it? Would you run it in the middle? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Now that those guys are gone, they're a little soft around the edges. Kind of like the the end caps of the bread. Okay, a little soft around the edges. Um, so you can definitely run the ball. You can tote this rock to the edges. But don't mess with those big fellas in the middle. Like don't like you're gonna have to see them, but like don't attack them. Like let's let's not be let's not be silly. Okay, if, if there's a way to get from one side of the of a brick wall to the other, the best route is probably going around. So let's let's do that. Let's take that route and go around these big fellas in the middle. Um, they have Big John Ridgeway. If you guys remember that name, last year's fourth round pick, fifth, uh, fifth. It was a fifth. Sorry, fifth. it was fifth. Sorry, I keep thinking about myself. Uh, <laughs> Last year's that number four. Yeah, the four just keeps popping up. Uh, last year's fifth round pick for Dallas Cowboys that obviously did not make the roster. They, you know, um, the Washington picked him up, and he's actually making a contribution. Surprisingly, he's making some some good contributions. He's showing up on the film, um, but that is pretty much the synopsis of their defensive front. <clears throat> That's where they're strong at. That's where the strength of their defense is at. As you get to the secondary. I don't have a guy that sticks out for me. I know they have a few names, but there are not any. There's nobody that's popped out on the film to me. This defense is much, much like the char- the Chargers to me. This is very similar to the Chargers, except for <clears throat> I guess they're similar in the sense that they play. They want to play a too high shell. They want to play cover four. They want to sit back. We've seen that story. A couple times this year, the Rams ran a lot of that, and the Chargers ran a lot of that, right? Very similar defenses, cover four, bend but don't break. We're going to sit back and keep everything in front of us type of deal. That's what they want to do. The thing that they do that I think is pretty clever, um, and that might have an impact on Dallas because Dallas runs so many over routes with CeeDee Lamb specifically. We've seen it with CeeDee Lamb. We've seen it with Kevontae Turpin on his touchdown. We've seen it with Brandon Cooks on his big play a couple weeks back. 
is they cut their safeties. And when I say cut their backside, cut their safeties, meaning they run this cover four umbrella coverage, right? Cornerback has a quarter, safety, safety has a quarter, cornerback has a quarter. But what happens is a lot of times there's only three underneath defenders, and you can you can easily take advantage of their between their second and their third level defenders by running over routes. The way in which they negate that, they cut that out, is they take that backside safety and they cut that corner. They cut that over route with that guy. Meaning if I see you running over, John, and I'm playing the backside safety, as I see you coming over, I'm not going to let you just cross in front of me. I'm now going to drop down as if it's a single high coverage, and I'm going to cut off your route. Right, So if the quarterback sees cover four and you think that it's open, hey, this over route is typically open versus cover four, they want to give that appearance, and then that safety is going to drop down and try to intercept the ball or take your head off by, by picking off that, that over route. Is there a way to bait that, though, with like Brandon Cooks coming over the top? It, by the time you bait it, you've been in the pocket for four that seconds. Is a, that is a long time. It's a long time. So, all right, so I'm saying you're coming across the formation. You're getting behind the linebackers. You're working up to the backside safety. That's where that that, that kind of that honey hole pass is, right, that goal post throw. Throw it up and over. drops over to the second-level defenders, and it drops in right between the third-level defenders being the safety. These guys don't want that. They know that cover four is a soft defense, so the only way that they can make it a little bit tougher is by ensuring that the over routes don't happen. So you do that. Both safeties, it's not like one safety has the has the role of being the cutting safety. It's whatever side you're going to. If you're going to his side, he's going to drop down and try to cut you off. Hmm. So by the time you – if you take a snapshot of this defense at the completion of the play or when a ball is in the air, it's going to look like a cover three. It's going to look like a soft cover three because the cornerbacks are going to be out of there. The safety – one safety is going to be back further and one safety is going to kind of drop down a little bit. So – if you're not paying attention, it will look like a single high safety, but when you look at the coverage of the corners and the techniques and all that stuff, it is a very, very soft cover four with just a safety that's cutting. So that's pretty much what they like to run. They'll run a cover two from time to time. Every so often they'll drop down to a single high and play man, but it's not what they want to do. It's not their thing. They don't have the pass rushers to get home to be to be applying pressure while playing cover while playing cover one. You can't play man and not get pressure, so they're not putting themselves in that situation. They're saying hey, we're going to keep everything in front of us. We want to play downhill. Hopefully Payne um, and Allen can get home by by kind of two-gapping and driving guys back. But that's pretty much what they have going on defensively, and it shows because they're at the bottom of the league at all, all the statistics defensively. Yeah, they're last in points <clears throat> per game points per game allowed over 27 and a half points per game allowed most by any Ron Rivera coach team. Uh, they're 29th in total yards allowed. Passing yards allowed their 30th and passing touchdowns allowed. They've allowed 24 passing touchdowns, which is dead last. And opposing quarterbacks, uh, passer rating against them is 100.7, which is the worst wow. in the league. That's, that's um, crazy. So I don't see any way, especially with the way Dak's playing right now yeah. uh, and how they've played at home, I don't see any issues with them being able to throw the ball. But I am interested to see how they run against them. Yes. And the only reason why I say that is just because last year, if you look at the Cowboys' worst games in terms of running the football, the worst two were both against the Commanders. Interesting. Yeah. Now, they won the first one, uh, and they only rushed for 62 yards. That was their that was their worst game of the season. But that last game against uh, the Commanders, they only ran for 64 yards. Um and then that was the Tampa Bay game, only ran for 71. And then the Niners game only ran for 76. <clears throat> so those are three losses out of those four. They, they beat the Commanders despite only running for 62 yards. But I don't see them having as much of an issue running the ball with some of the moves that they've made. Because it's 
to me also the thing with the commanders is it's not just the personnel it's the message that's sent when you trade away montez sweat when you trade away chase, chase young it's that there's things like that that when a team's i think they've lost seven of their last nine mm-hmm. it, it, i mean who's really re- i mean i guess it could happen but it's very rare that a team just like no we'll overcome that we'll play better without those guys it's probably not going to happen but i am interested especially with like you said nick rico dowd will be an injured what do they do in the run game um you know, it, can Tony Pollard build off of that run? I thought that that was be- his best run of the season, the touchdown run last week, the 21-yarder, broke four angry. or five tackles, <clears throat> ran angry. Can he build off that? Can he have another run like that? That's kind of more what I'm looking for as opposed to can the Cowboys win this game. We had a question from the 917 off of that. It, do you feel like there's maybe a chance for Dallas to force the issue in a good way or a bad way to yeah. run the football with Tony Pollard on the interior, or do you have to go outside? I am not in the business of challenging these two guys up front. I, I mean, obviously you have to have some inside runs, right? Because people take that and run with it. Oh, you you have to run inside. Let's go outside. Let's make that the primary. If you had to, you know, if you had to split it up, I want seventy percent outside. Get the edges combo block right. Your center and your guard working together to be able to try to seal Allen or Payne, whichever direction you want to go. Because those guys are going to be sitting smack dab in the middle <clears throat> next to each other's like Siamese twins. So you might as well find a way to get to one side of them. If you come downhill at them, it's not going to turn out well. I don't care if you have Tyler Smith at on them. I don't care if you have Zach Martin on them. Like these guys are these are dogs. Like these guys are they're freaking good. It's more like sumo twins. Yeah, seriously. I mean, <laughs> at, at the very. I mean, you could hope, if you have one-on-one on these guys, you, you're hoping to have a stalemate at the defensive line, right? You're, you're hoping that these guys just don't go anywhere. Like, that's a win if you're playing against these guys, coming downhill straight at them. Like, so don't, don't be silly and try to think that you're going to move these guys off the ball you know, repeatedly. I'm not saying that you might win one or two or, you know, across a, a whole game span, but like, don't make that your mission. Don't, don't, don't do that. Somebody had asked Tony Pollard ahead of the, um, the San Francisco game earlier in the season, talking about Trent Williams was referring to the Cowboys as an ice bag game, and you know it's, it's always going to be physical. And they asked Tony Pollard, like, hey, do you feel like San Francisco is an ice bag game? Which, looking back, that's kind of tone deaf, considering he broke his leg against San Francisco the previous year. But anyway, he was like, no, not really. Washington is, is the, is the uh, ice bag game. So I asked him about that yesterday. I was like, why do you feel like it's an ice bag game? And um, it's the same thing. Super physical on the interior. Those guys, they, whenever they bring you down, they bring you down they put all that body weight on you uh they know how to just like make you tired within the tackle but he also did mention that montez sweat and chase young were part of that as well so a little bit of different personnel up front but i think it's still going to be as physical yeah this is a question i know we already talked about the defense but before we get into predictions i want to kind of reiterate this do you feel like the opposite thing can happen against the dallas run defense and washington running the football more effectively with their run game and maybe trying to take the ball out of Sam Howell's hands a little bit on the opposite side. I think they'll try. Kind of complete opposite from what we're yeah, talking no, for about sure. on the opposite side. No, absolutely. I think they'll try. I think Eric Benny will obviously try his best to put forth the best game plan, and the best game plan against Dallas is running the ball. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. They have the personnel to do so in the backfield. The question is, do they have the offensive linemen that can go out there and move that Dallas's defensive line off the ball? And they'll test that out early, and if they are having some – um, success there, Eric Bieniemy is smart enough, savvy enough, and disciplined enough to keep going with that. Now he wants to throw the ball. Now, I'll put, you know, he's he's he is the sensei to Kellen Moore. I, I consider that right. <laughs> if it was, he's the Dragonfly Jones of of throwing the ball. So I think that he wants to get to throwing the ball, but 
if he knows that the best way to do it to beat Dallas is run the ball, run the clock out, don't you know try to keep these guys out there, get them tired, and don't allow this offense to get back on the field. That's what he wants to do. He wants to wear you at, wear you down. He did the same thing in Kansas City, except for instead of running the ball, doing it, he would throw the ball all over the place. And he would you know use the screens. He would use the quick little passes, um, the now routes, the slant routes, all those kind of things to be his running game when they didn't have a solid running back. Um, and that's how he wore you down. You know, made you go sideline to sideline. I could foresee some of those things going on and him forcing maybe Gilmore to come up and try to be physical yeah. out on the edges um, instead of trying to come downhill at our defensive line. Not to say that we have the greatest run-stopping defense. They've done a great job. Last week they got beat up a little bit. But if I'm Eric Bieniemy, I want these cornerbacks to have to go out there and make plays because I'm going to wear you down, wear down your 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 – I'm going to get away from your biggest asset, which is your defensive line and your, mm-hmm. your rush, your pass rush. And then I know that Deron Bland's having a heck of a heck of a season, and I know that Gilmore is, is a savvy vet, but I'm going to make those guys tired. And then once those guys are tired, now I'm going to pass the ball down the field, and I'm going to see if those guys can come out of their, out of their break. It's interesting because they may have to do that. I'm looking at some of these Sam Howe sack numbers, and they're mind-boggling yeah, how much he's been pressured. Sam Howe has been – sacked a commander's franchise record 51 times in 2023 reminder we're in week 12 and he's been sacked 51 times no other quarterback has more than 40 this year uh the previous record was 49 by trent green in 1999 and he played from 15 games <clears throat> that year hal is on pace to be the third quarterback in nfl history to lead the NFL in both passing yards and times sacked in the same season. Uh, He would be the first one to do it since Jeff George in 1997. I just can't even take you seriously now because I keep looking at that shirt. The shirt? I I always get a glimpse of it. It's just throwing me off. He's on pace to to break the David Carr record by a healthy 76. Yeah, yeah, he could get there. Especially if Dallas gets home and they they do throw the football around. That's what Dallas wants teams to do. They want them to drop back and throw it. Mm And Washington has – I like Brian Robinson Jr. I do like what mm-hmm. he brings to the table. If he has a good game and they're able to block up front, they may just run him 100 times. Absolutely. And that might be better than him dropping back and trying to yeah. throw against this it, pass. Rush. I foresee there being at least 10 like forms of wide receiver screens in this game. Yeah. Mm. Like, just get it out of my hand, quick, boom, right? Right now, all right, make one block as a other receiver, make one block. Now I'm trying to get five, six yards, right? Which you know what? That'll pave way to turnovers and <laughs> Can pick sixes. Can yeah. Who could do that on this team? If Duran has the pick six this week, what would the national reaction be? Of course, Cowboys Nation would lose their mind. I feel like I would lose my He's mind. starting to get that national buzz. Yeah, like, it's starting yeah. to happen. Like, you can see more. You can see on yeah. ESPN and things that You see more people pick them up. So. <clears throat> Good. So those two games against the Commanders last year, the Commanders ran for 151 and 142. So that was obviously a huge part of their game plan, yeah. and they had success doing it. So, that But com- completely different way. OC, though. Yeah. Completely different OC, different approach, right? So, I mean, yeah, they've had success in the past, but, again, you have to see, is that going to be their approach this year? Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, personnel, a lot of the personnel is the same, but, again, BNME has a completely different mind, um, and I think you really can lean on his history as an OC and see exactly how you can slow it. He wants to get to the throw. He wants to get to throwing. So yeah. how can I how can I have a a negative impact on these defensive backs? These guys have been all over the place, right? How can I wear them down? Right? It's not even so much I can't wear down this defensive line. That's the reality. I can't wear these guys down. There's waves of them. 
Right? There's there's three waves of defense alliance. So if I spend my energy trying to trying to beat these guys, okay, I got Michael Parsons, I got D Law, I got them tired. Okay, now there's a Sam Williams, there's a Dante Fowler, right? <laughs> there's there's somebody else coming in, right? So those it's like facing a juggernaut. Like there's just there's just waves, right? Playing a horde mode on uh uh what was the name of the video game? I can't remember. Anyways, um Right. Sorry, I blanked out. Got uh, it. But yeah, it applies like, it's like what? Horde. <laughs> oh. Gears of War. Oh. Be- Beaver oh. knows what I'm talking about. Like GTA, playing Horde like on Gears of War, playing zombie mode in Call of Duty, of War, right? Yeah. Like, there's waves of them. So, like, it doesn't make sense to take that approach because the next man that's coming in is, is, is going to be just as effective. So, where do I know that they don't have that depth? The outside. Mm-hmm. So I could physically beat them up by blocking them, trying to run them into the doggone Gatorade, you know, a patch. And then when they're tired, the now Gatorade I can throw the ball. Patch. Now I can throw the ball on them, right? And now I can see, okay, are these guys able to defend? Because they don't want to play zone. Dallas wants to play man. So now they have to follow me around the field while they're gassed, while they're physically beat up. And now I can get to the concepts that I really want to get to. So that's that would be me. If I'm Eric Bieniemy, that's my game plan. I'm going to yeah. wear out your corners. And I'm going to say, okay, if Deron Bland or Gilmore have to go out, now who's coming in? I'm running the ball. I'm running the Consistently. ball like 30 times. Like I'm just hand off Brian Robinson, hand yeah. off Brian Robinson. See, I'm running oh, it at screens, <laughs> outside receiver screens. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing. Yeah, I, I respect screens. it. I, I see. I see your vision. Yeah. But I, yeah. Man, I, I seeing what Miles Sanders did to that defense at times last week. Whenever he was really starting to find a groove, and you look at what has plagued this defense the most this season, yeah. I, I proved to. I, I'm I'm going out there. If I'm OC, I'm saying, hey, you're going to have to show me that you can stop Brian Robinson. That's yeah. one. Of, I think that's one of the more physical runners we'll see all season. Yeah, so. Nice. Lots of pressure on the front seven to get the job done against Washington tomorrow. Who's going to get the job? done in our pickums give us a call 888-855-2297 to be our guest phone line guest picker this week 888-855-2297 hop on the phone line right now so you can get on the the line when we come back we will update our pickum standings john machote is here this week to do his pickums live and in person mm. it's good i like it when we'll be right yeah. back with more talking cowboys They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at GetJackBlack.com slash Cowboys with the code CowboysVIP. That's GetJack black.com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable and now todd
Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, as a Thursday edition or a Thanksgiving edition on, mm. on a Wednesday uh, before the Thursday matchup with the Washington Commanders. Pre-game live getting started 2 p.m. Central Time tomorrow. Isaiah, Nate, Barry, myself, Nicole Hutchison, Nick Eatman on pre-game live. Be sure to join us for a Thanksgiving edition of the show. Hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving. As always, should be a whole lot of fun. All right. It's time to get to our pickums, though. Let's pick them. Last week, I don't know if this has ever happened before. Uh oh. Every single person had the exact same record. Let's go. Everybody was four and two. Mm. Everybody. How about that? Mm. Pretty wild. Uh, look at us. So our stand. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> Just to update the entire standings, bringing up the rear right now is none other than Isaiah. That's Stanback. right. I see everybody. Thirty-four and twenty-six, so he is a solid six games above five hundred. Next up on that list, John Machota, eight games above five hundred. Bad math. Uh, actually, twelve games above um, five hundred. It is bad math. Uh, that was uh, thirty-six and twenty-four is John Machota. Nick Harris is one game up on him, thirty-seven and twenty-three. Uh, one game up on Nick Harris is the fans at thirty-eight and twenty-two. And then I'm at the top right now, 43-17 and 17 currently. Jeez. Damn. Got a five-game lead. <clears throat> you sure about that? I'm so super sure about that. And Beamer checks my homework, just <laughs> so you sure know. About mm-hmm. yeah. Beamer, Beamer you sure about that? Yeah. Beamer checks the homework. you sure about that? All right. You sure about that? <laughs> yeah. On the line today, <laughs> Raja in Virginia. Raja, you're on Talking Cowboys. How's it going? What's up? What's up? What's good? How's it going? What part of Virginia? Thanksgiving to y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. What part of Virginia? Uh, Springfield, so like right in the D.C. area. Okay, so you're not too far from from Washington Commanders country. No, no, I'm right in it, right in the middle of it. Uh, so this uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be spending the day with my brother-in-law and his family, all Commanders fans. I'll be the only uh, Cowboys fan in the building, so there I really need this dub. I have a serious question for you. Oh, gosh. Who's responsible yeah. for the macaroni and cheese at the residence that you're going to be eating at? Who's responsible? That's right. Is this a real you know, serious Honestly, question? I don't think they ever, past couple of years I've been, I don't think they ever had mac and cheese. They always have like. You're going uh, to the wrong house, sir. Not only are you the only salad, Cowboys fan. But they have fried salad? turkey, which is good. Fried turkey is always a winner. Fried turkey, fried turkey is, is solid. Yeah, fried, fried turkey is solid. I don't eat macaroni and cheese. I haven't had mac and cheese yet. Bro, what is going on in this place today? <laughs> Oh. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Well, we appreciate you holding down the fort out there in Washington, uh, in Virginia, out there in Washington, Commander's Country. We're going to pick all three Thanksgiving games. Of course, the Cowboys and Commanders will go last. We've got the Packers and the Lions starting things off. Nick Harris, I'll let you begin. Yeah, Lions. Lions, big time. <laughs> John. Oh, man, Lions. They're, <laughs> they have restored the roar. They Why? have because you don't like cheese. Noodles. He doesn't need any noodles. Oh, mm. All right, I'm going with Lions. <laughs> uh, Ra- Raja. Uh, I got Lions as well. I'm taking Detroit there as well. Give me give me the Lions across the board. 49ers at the Seahawks. 
San Francisco at Seattle. Isaiah. Seattle bounce back, baby. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. In what world do you live in? <laughs> Birdland, baby. My God. It's Niners. Cool. Yeah, give me the Niners. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Nick. I'm going to take the... Uh, you do it. Oof. Do it. I'm going to take the Seahawks That's here. right. That's oh, my dog. That's my I'm going to take the Seahawks here. Why? Why? Uh, home, home, seven twenty. Right. Give it to right. me. I feel like they come out. You know what it is. Yeah, yeah. They might not have Kenneth Walker though, There's which no is way. that's okay. That's, we won't have some people Kenneth Walker. make their picks with their heart. Others do with their brain. It's fine. That's Go right. ahead. <laughs> that's why I've got a five game lead currently. Seattle will have else. a victory coming in to play Dallas. <laughs> Trust me. Okay. Okay. I hope. I hope you're right. I am right. I hope you're right. All right, uh, Raja. What do you got? Yeah, uh, it's going to be Niners gang, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, he's the two guys that don't eat cheese. Sorry, guys. Uh, he didn't say he doesn't eat cheese. No, John cheese. said he he, he just doesn't eat noodles. That's all it no, is. No, I, I eat mac and cheese. They yeah. Just, I've never seen it there for Thanksgiving, unfortunately. I've never seen it. He's just at the wrong uh, household. That's what the yeah, problem is. Yeah. Exactly yeah. <laughs> he needs an invite to Dallas is what it needs to happen. Yeah, the Cowboys press box. <laughs> there you go. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Best mac and cheese I've ever had. All right. Other than yours. Other than yours, yours is yours is better. It is better. The smoked mac and cheese is better. All right, Jaguars and the Texans. Uh, this is a, a, a tight matchup. C.J. Stroud's been balling, but can he take down Trevor Lawrence and the Jags? Rajo, we'll start with you. Uh, yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go C.J. Stroud. He's hot right now. I think the Texans win at home. Taking the Texans? Yeah, the Texans already got him once. I think they get him twice. I don't think they get him twice. Give me the Jags on the road to bounce back. I agree. I'm, I'm going Jags on the road. I just the C.J. Stroud story is great, and yeah. I probably should go with them. But give me the Jags. Jaguars. <laughs> yes. Duval. There we go. Duval. All right. All right. The Browns at the Broncos. The mm. Broncos. Speaking of a team that's real hot right now, the Browns are seven and three currently. They have a better record or, or above the standings at the moment than the Kansas City Chiefs. Pretty interesting there. Uh, give me. I keep picking against the Browns, and they come back to bite me. Give me the Browns on the road to get the job done, Isaiah. Keebler Elves. The Browns. Raja. Yeah, another tough one. Uh, let's ride. Broncos country. Ooh. Okay. Nick. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns. Taking the Browns. I'm trying to, I'm trying to decide between some of these other, other games because these other games are kind of interesting. So... Not Ravens, Chargers, Rams, Cardinals. Uh, we could do the toilet bowl here. We could do Patriots and Giants. I think that's what we should do. All right, Patriots I'm going Browns, by at the, the Giants. So. Oh, I thought you already said it. No. Sorry. My bad, Dad. Sorry. That's a noodle hate right there. <laughs> he looked so upset. He did. He was just waiting for me. Okay. Sorry, so we're John. doing this. Sorry, John. I'll let we're you go first on this one. here for this. I'm sorry. I guess, I guess not. John, Patriots at Giants. Who you got there? Wow, that's so bad. It is bad. Uh, give me the Patriots. I just... <laughs> I mean, DeVito, we're not doing this. Patriots. <laughs> Giants did beat the Commanders last week, though. Oh, it says not, a lot about the Commanders. So. It does say a lot about the Commanders. Nick? Oh, man, this is a – this is – God, this it's is – gross, this isn't is, it? Is, oh. <laughs> it's gross. God. <laughs> Giants. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, give me the Pats. Was that Heather Tail? Giants. Giants. Yeah, I don't know. It was Giants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raza. Yeah, uh, I think Patriots get it done. Uh, Bill Belichick needs a win. He does need a win. No doubt about it. You know who else needs a win? 
the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. It's like a, a Thanksgiving tradition against the Commanders. Eight and two all time against Washington. And it's a 325 kickoff on CBS. Should be a fun one. Raja, we'll let you start this one off. All right. I'm going to say it with my chest. It's going to be a 40 burger. We're going to win 42 21. Uh, Rivera gets fired. Eric Benemy becomes the new interim head coach, and mm. that's how it's going to roll. Wow. So you're I, you're making a couple yes. predictions there. I like yeah, it. It's, it's happening. Say it with your chest. It's happening. Very nice. Raja, appreciate you holding down the four right out on the East Coast. Keep doing the Lord's work out there, and enjoy your non-macaroni and cheese Thanksgiving tomorrow with all your, your family and friends. Thank you. Appreciate you, as always. There he goes. He said it with his chest, 40-21. to 21. Isaiah. I, I love Magic Johnson, but he's not going to win this game. Okay, I'm going 27-10 Dallas Cowboys. 27 What if he plays? Magic? <laughs> <laughs> What if he comes in at quarterback in the second half? Does that change the score I, at all in your mind? I do believe six eight. I do believe that Raja might have might be onto something in terms of Ron Rivera possibly getting fired early in the, mm. in the season. Yeah, I would think he'd have to be pretty high on the list of oh, next hot seats. And it's like they're going into a long weekend, so yeah. you know that's that's when conversations happen. Who knows? I'm on the Raja. Maybe Moore. he's got an inside track. He's out there. He, he is. is. True. He's on, he is. Boots on, on the ground. Yeah. Maybe that was like Josh Harris on the on the on the call, <laughs> making the decision. Maybe. What do you think? Uh, yeah, Cowboys. I, I think they. Uh, I'm, I'm with. Uh, I'm with Raja. I think they get a forty burger. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go forty five. I'm gonna go forty five twenty four. I think it's gonna just be a high score and a lot of a lot of feasting in this game. Oh, how scores twenty four? Yeah. Yeah, this this offense is They've capable. put up points. It's they just capable. can't stop. Tommy DeVito anybody. scored seventeen. We forget about that. That means that Deron Bland's gonna get routed up. Is that what you're saying? No. no what? That's not, I'm that's playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Oh. That sounded like a Bland or Gilmer, which one? Somebody's show. getting beat. <laughs> Give up twenty four points. Late in the game. I think uh, I think the running time. game gets beat. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, but we'll see. It's fair. Uh, I, I originally <laughs> thought it was going to be a lower scoring game as well, but I'm going to give I'm going to give a forty burger update as well. Give me Cowboys forty five twenty final Jeez. score. Yeah, they they get it done. I'll let John finish it off. I'm going to go fifty two. Oh, I'm, oh I'm my kidding. gosh, that would have been fun. No, uh, because of Thanksgiving and just the way that they play against Washington, I just don't think it'll be Agreed. quite to that level. So I'll go Cowboys thirty one, uh, Washington thirteen. There you go. So wins across the board for the Dallas Cowboys. Hope you had fun with us here in the short week. We will be back on Monday. Really quick, me and Nikki Moore were doing this yesterday. Six teams that have never played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Can you all name them all real quick? Oh, gosh. Well, the Lions have to be one. Lion, bang. We couldn't yeah. figure that one out. Yeah. I'm so I'm glad. I'm well, glad they just we got have always played. Exactly. <laughs> Jaguars. Jaguars. The Panthers. Nope. No. Dang it. That Romo game. The rest yeah. of them are AFC teams. I'll give you all that. I was thinking Cam Newton game. Um, the He's, what? rest are NFC? AFC. AFC. Steelers. We got Lions and Jaguars. No Steelers. Play the Steelers quite a bit. Chiefs. Mm. Nope. Bills. Jets. Nope. Mm, Dolphins. Nope. Browns. Nope. Jags. Nope. <laughs> we already said the Jags. Oh, that's right. Pat. Patriots. Nope. <laughs> Chargers. Nope. No, that was a couple years ago. Browns. Nope. My God. Y'all are going all around it. It's wild. Really? Yeah. Wild. Bills. Y'all want me to just run them down? No, yeah, we had that a couple years it. ago too. Uh, Texans. Colts. Ravens. Bengals. Texans should have had the Texans. Yep. Colts, Bengals, Ravens, Ravens? and uh, and uh, well, gosh, and then the Lions and the 
Yeah, Texans, Colts, Ravens, Bengals, Lions, Jaguars. Interesting. Anyway, there we go. Huh. Interesting little nugget. Cowboys, Ravens on Thanksgiving would be fun. That would be a blast. That would be really fun. That would be a blast. All right, that does it for us here on Talking Cowboys. <laughs> Hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday and you've got plenty of mac and cheese to enjoy for Isaiah's purposes. The disappointment. Yeah, you're upset. It's okay. I can't believe John. I don't know if you'll ever look at John the same ever again. That's fine. It's okay. <laughs> John doesn't care. Eat some strawberry salad. That does it for us. Strawberry Hope you had as much salad. fun as we did. For Chris Beam, In Isaiah Stanback, John Machuda, <laughs> Nick Harris, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the Star of Frisco. We'll see you on Monday. Go Cowboys! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!